Welcome to the Huntingtown FCA Overtime Podcast, where our aim is to build up and encourage high school athletes and students to grow and live out their faith. In every episode, we'll have real conversations with student athletes, exploring how God has impacted their lives and our community. We love hearing what you guys have to say, so please leave any feedback or suggestions in the comments of our Huntingtown FCA Instagram page. We hope you find this episode encouraging. Whammo kablammo. <laughs> Welcome back. This is episode number six, and we're joined again with two guests this time. Really, really taking advantage of our four mic situation here. That's fine. I didn't want to be introduced. And okay. also, I was getting there. You're oh, so quick. No. You're oh. jumping the gun. And also, <laughs> along with our two guests, the one and only Nathan Orlandi. Um, can we just talk about how you called me out on the morning announcements today? Oh. You guys were, did you guys see that? Um, yeah. I forgot what I said. I wasn't here this morning. So. You put oh. air quotes around encouraging. Oh. <laughs> oh. I know. What's up with that? I mean, you guys can't disagree with me. You guys oh. can't, like, you can't come at me. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like both of these two would not agree with you. There guess are they, guess they don't know. I guess they don't, just don't know the truth. Maybe Nathan I just Randy. like to be nice to them. Yeah. That's what it is. Always <laughs> been nice. Always oh, right. I forgot. It's just me. Yeah, I just I, I can't. No comment. I got no comment because I'm mad at you. Oh. But we won't. We won't talk about that right now. Maybe we'll get into it. We'll talk about our social media presence later. Um, but yeah. Also, Tommy's in a suit. Right. A I am. Suit. Sharp suit. Let me explain. Let me it. explain to you why that is. It's because it's game day. Oh. Yeah. And it's a big game day. I hope Northern mm-hmm. beats you all. I'm tired of you all. So. Oh. That's right. I said it. See, Orlando's just so encouraging, guys. As you, as you can see, I said it on air. As you can see, tired of y'all's bozo posts online. That's mm. what I'm tired of. It is a problem. I'm it's, not gonna lie. Well, you're part of the team, ding dong. Yeah, but not the social media part of it. Hey, but teammates who I, post I will crap still on take the internet, responsibility. stop posting crap on the internet. Yay! But anyways, I digress. <laughs> Let's introduce <laughs> our lovely guest today. Um, we have senior Nevechu and junior Bella Grace Morgan. Hi. How are you guys doing? Good. Are you, you guys yeah. both have different college sweatshirts on. We any, do. any particular uh, reason? Is that where we're applying to, Neve? Um, No, this is not where I'm not going to the captains. No, no, no. Um, I actually borrowed quotation some clothes on it. I borrowed from a friend and just never gave it back. <laughs> um, that's what happened. And it's comfy and it's cold outside. <coughs> Yeah, I've already applied to Liberty, actually, so I plan on going there. Okay. Soon, hopefully. So. Right? Yeah. Okay. My whoa, cousin whoa, whoa, goes there. Whoa. This is your senior year. No, it's my junior year, but oh. I'm, I early. already applied. Early. You gotta be early. Dang. You gotta be on really top early. of it. They gave That's me a $2,000 crazy. scholarship if I applied, so. Oh. I applied. That early? Yep. Nice. Okay, so you're not a senior. No. Okay, no. I was really thrown off by that. I was like, why have I said that wrong? Right. No, I was going early, early. Dang. So you're not graduating early or anything? You're just... No, I wish I tried to, but oh. they wouldn't let me. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, well, we're excited for you guys um, to be here. Both are FCA leaders this year. Neve, this is your second year. Belle Grace, this is your first. Yes. So tell us just a little bit about yourself. What is, what is it we need to know about who you are? Um, okay, so one thing I always say is that I was raised in the church. 
but I always, you know, had my differences or, you know, trying to figure out my life with the Lord. Um, I'm not into any sports, so I'm probably one of the FCA leaders who doesn't play a sport, but I am in many clubs. Um, I love clubs. Um, the biggest thing for me right now is um, law enforcement. So it's something I'm big in and want to go into. So that's a few things you could know about me. I also was raised in church. I was always seeing you on stage and whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm in the TAM program. I'm going to be a teacher, and I work at a daycare right now, so I don't play any sports. Okay. Yeah. Man, Ooh. I can talk to you about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It really is a great mission yeah. field. Um, and I think one of the cool things about both you guys being on our leadership team as non-athletes, I think it's just a really cool thing because, yes, it's Fellowship of Christian Athletes, but it's really just a Christian community in yeah. school that's able to gather together. And we cater, obviously, to athletes, but I think that's a lot of people get kind of turned off sometimes because I'm not an athlete, I can't go. It really is just a place for believers to gather together and you know, grow and be encouraged and, and um, just learn a little bit more. Um, so I love that you two are on our leadership team and kind of represent that area of our school. Like, and yeah, I was gonna say something else and I completely forgot because <laughs> I'm a little tired this morning and I don't really know if anyone else feels like, it feels like it's been a really long week and it's only Tuesday. It might just be me. It might just be you. I think I'm okay. I kind of feel that. But maybe it's because I spent like 45 minutes putting on this suit this morning. Oh. oh. I don't. I 45? Never, yeah. That's. <laughs> Nevet, you got to ask him why. It was why. a long time. You got to ask him why it took that long because I don't, I don't know why it took my It's head. just because this white shirt, oh. um, I had to find it. It was in my dad's closet. Mm. That was a struggle. Then I had to put it in the wash. Because it has some stuff on it. Um, then I have to put in the dryer. So. Tommy, you weren't prepared. That's pretty much it. I wasn't. I really wasn't prepared. prepared. I went to bed, though, at 9.30. It's a big game day, and you're not, not prepared. Not no, prepared. I, was, I was prepared physically. Like, I went to bed at 9.30, got a solid. Oh. I for, uh, <laughs> eight, let's say eight and a half hours of sleep. Um, I'm ready to go. Mm. But anyway, let's dive in, shall we? So, um, <laughs> you guys said that you kind of both grew up around the church. Yes. Um, so how would you say that kind of provided a, I guess, a good foundation for you guys to now be in the place that you are? Okay, so um, when you're, I would say when you're raised in a church, you have certain standards and certain morals already. Like, I was a firm believer on um, no drugs and alcohol. I mean, they talk about it in the church all the time. You know, it's bad for your soul. It's bad in general if you're going to offer up yourself to the Lord. But I think a lot of people are outside of that realm where, you know, let me just experience to experience it. But, like, to this day, I'm so firm on no drugs and alcohol. Because, you know, you see people who go in and out. But also, not only that, when you're raised, I feel that you have a certain type of behavior. And you, you know, you have your standards, your standards and your moral, but your behavior there should be a difference. Like I might be an extrovert, but I'm a calm extrovert. I'm an extrovert within the Lord. I'm not a wild extrovert. I don't go out and you know party and go crazy. I don't dance on top of you know trunks or anything. No, Ooh. nothing crazy. Been there, done that. But my, <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. But my, you know, I'm calm within because I have the Lord within. So I got a question. So I was the same way. I was raised in the church, and it was like. 
don't drink, don't do this, don't do that, all the don'ts. Yeah. And I think I ended up wanting to follow those rules more so so I looked good and not out of reverence for the Lord and not out of obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, like I did not drink in high school because not because I knew that, you know, doing those things were not what I was called to do, but more so I did not, like I had more fear of my parents than I had of God. Yeah. So I was just wondering, you know, do you feel the same in that way? Like I, I wanted to behave, you can't see my air quotes, because I wanted to make sure that I looked good instead of out of obedience to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that that's the same for you or, or do you feel like you are kind of living the life you are out of obedience or is it out of wanting to look the part of a Christian? So I think out of obedience, and I, that's a great question, out of obedience, but I've also seen things within my family, seen people go through certain things that I never want to touch bases with. So the life that I live is to, I mean, of course you're going to make your mistakes and you're going to do what you're going to do to experience and learn, but certain things I just don't want to touch because I've seen people fall off. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I mean, the fear of your parents, I get that as well. (laughs) Um, Stay in it. They'll be on top of you. Hey, have you read your Bible today? Such, like, at a young age. Yes, Mom, I have. But it's it's the way, you know, you're brought up. And you don't appreciate it, at least I didn't until later, that your parents are on you about those things yeah. because they know the value of it and they've seen it in their lives. So that's really cool. Uh, Bella Grace, what about you? How has growing up in the church kind of affected who you are today? Well, I actually was fortunate enough to go to private school for three years, so Christian private school, but so I feel like that like kind of gave me a little bit more of like an understanding because, you know, when you're raised in a church, you know, like as a kid, it's just like, yep, you know, this, this, and this, and you just, you don't really understand it. You just know it, which isn't a bad thing, but I feel like, private school kind of gave me like a deeper knowledge of that and I really liked that but also like you know when I've kind of fallen off from you know reading my bible and stuff like that I noticed like my attitude change you know what I mean yeah and so like I I don't know I feel like I'm a happier person and I'm like kind of at like peace you know so I just feel like I'm really grateful that you know my parents encouraged me to read my bible and you know listen to Christian music and everything like that yeah yeah so since you both had that kind of like um bringing up like in the church and stuff, was there a moment in your guys' life where you kind of made that personal decision to, like, live your life for Christ? Yeah, mine was in um, 2022. I mean, even though I was brought up in church, doesn't mean I was always, you know, I had my ins and outs. Um, and I, te- you know, I did this when I taught. I said, I used to come to church with the cover and a Bible, and I stay up long enough for scripture, but the word comes, I'm asleep. And my mom always used to tell me, you don't want to be one of those sleeping saints in church. And I'm like, girl, I'm going to eat my candy and go to sleep. But um, as you see the world change and, you know, you read through your Bible and you see different things going along. But then when you sit in church and you get this unsettling feeling because you know you're not right with the Lord is when I knew I had to step up. Uh, and this is, you know, became, before I became a leader, like I would sit here during altar call, sit in the seat and shake my leg because I knew I wasn't right. And they said, does anybody need to come up? And, you know, if you need prayer, if you want to be baptized, anything, you know, such as that. And I sit in the seat, and in my mind, I'm like, I know I'm not right, but I don't want to get up and be embarrassed. So it jolted me a little, and I was like, hey, Mom, I'm going to need to go. I need you to come with me. I was scared because, I mean, I don't know if anybody knows about the Holy Ghost or you do certain things. I was scared to 
come under that. I was scared to be shaking. You know, people do different things. I didn't want to look crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to that because, like, they feel like they might not be good enough to to bring themselves to the Lord or, like, present themselves to the Lord and kind of, like, surrender their themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you guys kind of speak to, like, kind of the freedom in doing that and why it's not... Well, I need to jump in real quick because Sleeping Saints, I'm going to have to take that one. Like, <laughs> we, got a lot of, we got a lot of Sleeping Saints in the church, Neve. I'm yeah. telling you what, we got a lot of Sleeping Saints, and I think that phrase makes me laugh um, because it actually it makes me sad, but it's a fun phrase um, that we have a lot of people that are like that, that that are in church and they might not literally be sleeping but right. they have no they have no relationship with the Lord and and I think that's a really big problem that we see in churches today mm-hmm. um, is that we have a lot of sleeping saints and that's my new favorite phrase and I love that <laughs> but I think that a lot of people you said you're embarrassed I remember the exact same thing being at a conference and not wanting to to stand up and and say that I need to commit myself to the Lord because uh, everybody, well, you know, what are people going to think? What are people going to say? Like, I'm already supposed to be this Christian, and I yeah. know I don't know the Lord. But so we, we, our lives become dictated by what other people think about us. And, and um, so I think that's super interesting. I think it's super relatable to a lot of people listening. Um, but anyways, what were you asking them? Sorry. Um, I have no idea. I forgot. Oh. But <laughs> to add to that, it's also, like, it's not wrong to be, I guess, necessarily worried about what people think of you. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think you should be worrying about it mm-hmm. because what matters is your obedience to the Lord. Yeah. And in doing that, you don't have to worry about what people think about you because you know that you're um, kind of living your life with God um, and, like, His will for you and everything like that. So, One of the things I did want to talk about, though, if you did forget your question. I did. You did? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is we have, um, I think it's such a unique, we obviously cannot speak to the female Christian experience in high school. Um, it's just something we cannot do. Um, because so we're guys. It's, mm-hmm, <laughs> in case anyone didn't know. Um, but I'm just curious as to how both of you guys um, navigate just high school as Christian women, um, because I feel like it's it's a really really rough terrain um not that it's not rough for guys but i just feel like it's just a little bit different so if you guys speak to that like how do you navigate all of the things that i feel like girls deal with in high school um how do you navigate that from a christian perspective i think gossiping is one big thing because you know i mean guys gossip too but like it's mostly kind of you know a girl Girl thing thing. yeah because you know that's just kind of, but also dressing modestly, you know what I mean? Because that's definitely, because, you know, in today's culture, you know, it's not always super modest. And so just trying to remember, oh, you know, that might not be the best outfit to wear or whatever. But, you know what I mean? Just trying to remember, like, you know, it doesn't really matter what you wear. You know what I mean? I mean, as long as it's appropriate, of course. But, like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's not, it doesn't define who you are. Um, I agree. Modesty is super big. I feel like within your walk with the Lord, you interpret your own modesty. I mean, people, I mean, I really don't show any skin. I'm, I don't wear crop tops or anything such as that, but that's just my walk with the Lord. Yours could be different. Yeah, I do have a lot of those. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I've seen them. <laughs> I'm not going to even touch there. But, um, yeah, modesty is big, and then gossiping. And then just saying things that comes to your mind. I know, like, all the time 
I might feel a way about a person and I'm like, hold on, don't say that. You know, there's a smoother way you can discuss or talk with this person because you have to um, watch what you say. Not only watch what you say, but as you say it, your tone and how you get off your your body, the way you, you know, your expressions. Because it could really turn somebody off and people will be like, oh, I thought you were a Christian, but you just treated her so bad. Yeah. You got to watch yourself. So that's a big so thing. So how do you guys navigate? Because in a cult, especially with you know, the modesty and the gossip and, and things like that, it's how do you navigate that? How do you, in a culture that tells you wear whatever you want, in a culture that says talk whatever you want, do whatever you want, um, how, do you, how do you navigate that to stay away from doing the things of the world in that regard and living your life? in a way that Christ has called us to? Like, what do you guys do to prepare yourself to kind of combat that? So I would say, um, first, I always think about what would Christ say if he saw me, depending on what I was wearing. You know, what would he say about me? Would he say, you know, she looks a little, hmm. (laughs) Or be like, okay, she looks fine. She looks like she's okay. But also, um, just within myself, comfortability-wise, I would say, you know, girls are like, oh, I think you might look good in a crop top. I mean, well, I don't. And I'm more upfront. I'm not somebody who's easily persuaded. So if you like, oh, you might look good in short shorts. Well, I don't. I'm, I'm good. I might wear some leggings or whatever, but I'm, I'm good. It's all your uncomfortability. And then also within the word, how you interpret the word, what you see at home, and who you hang around. I mean, if everybody's in booty shorts and crop tops, you can be like, well... Let me just go ahead, but if you surround your people with the mindset that's like, okay, cool, we can cover up, you'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know. I like the staying in the word thing because, like, in the morning, you know, like you said, you know, people be testing you sometimes, you know what I mean? So you have to, you know, read your Bible be like, oh, okay, you know, everybody goes through, you know, things, and we have to kind of remember that and be like, oh, I don't know what they're going through, you know what I mean? So you have to be like, okay, maybe I should be encouraging and uplifting instead of... Putting down. Right, putting down. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really just kind of picture-perfect example of not conforming to the patterns of the world, especially in high school where it's, like, all around you. Yeah. Um, And kind of, like, that's just just living to what we're called to do, you know, not not, um, be like everyone else, you know, be set apart. Um, And so just a question, like, you said that you don't, like, do drugs, do alcohol or, like, anything like that, or, like, go out and party. So, like, to me, it sounds kind of lame. I know. You know, like, yeah. what do you kind of do about, like, that mindset? It might just sound like you're missing out on some stuff. Well, to be honest, missing out, I don't feel it, you know, as I'm, you know, I'm missing out. People party and go and die that same night. And I'd hate to be the one who goes out to party my first time and goes to drink and end up dying. I hate for that to be my story. But we have youth groups. We have teen activities. Um, my church always goes to sights and sound. Right now we're planning some cookouts, some, you know, indoor lock-ins, teen lock-ins. It's who you participate with. You go to church, I promise you there's so many activities. I mean, with even with your youth groups, but also with um, adults. Like, hey, guys, you want to go out to eat or something like that? You still have an open opportunity. You go to the Sky Zone. Just doing different things. I mean, you don't need to party and drink to have fun. And if that is your lifestyle, that's not fun because you're good to a point in time where you get tar- like really tired of partying and drinking. 
and nothing will satisfy you. But I know if I'm in the word and I'm with, you know, my youth group and people are following the same path I'm going, I'm good. That's all the fun I need. Yeah. Kind of agree with that, but also I'm kind of, I don't really do parties, so I feel like for me that's kind of, you know, not super big of an issue for me. But again, like you said, like, you know, trying to, I've, you know, my my youth group at my church is really small, so I've also joined um, the Chesapeake Church, mm-hmm. so, and their youth group is super fun. I love going. Yeah. And so, you know, just getting involved with the youth group, they have a ton of, like, teenage girls, so I feel like I, you know, I'm heard, and, you know what I mean, everybody there kind of understands me, so I like it a lot. Yeah. I think you guys both hit on such a cool thing that it is who you surround yourself with, right? You are going, whether you like it or not, you're going to start to conform to who you surround yourself with. So if you're surrounding yourself with people who are trying to do their life for the Lord, mm-hmm. like you're going to build one another up naturally. That's that's what happens. And yeah. I love Neve, and I don't even know if you noticed you said it. You talked about, you know, getting around and getting in the space of older people, yeah. right? Of of letting them mentor and or disciple you. Yeah. Of of going to get coffee with, you know, uh, a woman in your church, um, th- something like that. Like to learn from someone who's been there before, I think is super wise. And, um, but I love that both you guys just really focus on who do you let in your circle, yeah. right? That's not to say we don't interact with people who don't know the Lord and things like that, but who is your circle and who are you interacting with and who are you spending your time with? Because as cliche as it is, like you're going to start to act like the people you hang out with, right? And I think that's a huge point. And I think we don't really, we're like, oh, no, we'll be fine. They won't affect us. They won't rub off on us. They won't. And next thing we know, we're doing what they're doing. We are speaking how they speak. We yeah. are. And it's just like with anything, right? If I am filling my life with, music that has crappy language and crappy messages next thing i know i'm probably going to be sharing and talking the same way yeah like if i'm watching crap i'm probably going to be doing things i shouldn't be doing right so it's it's all about who you surround yourself with and what you surround yourself with and what you're feeding your heart Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day right out of the heart everything else flows yeah so it's been a great conversation just for a closing question as we ask all of our guests what would you kind of say to someone who's either in your position or still trying to navigate uh, their whole faith journey, like in high school, just any piece of advice that you would have for them? Oh, okay. I'll go. Um, Make sure your life is right. Um, I get that we focus on our friends a lot, but day by day people are dying, and they're either right or not right with God. And not just God, Jesus Christ. I want to make it clear. Everybody says God. Just know who you're talking about. And know that you're right with Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, I would say don't compare yourself to other Christians because that can be really hard sometimes. You know what I mean? You'll see people on Instagram. um, You know, they have such a, you know, aesthetic Christian lifestyle trying not to be like, oh, I have to be like that because you don't. You know what I mean? I love both of those. I love the comparison comparison is always a thief of joy we know that mm-hmm. um and Neve pointed and you know so many people are like i know god yeah but do you have a relationship with jesus christ yeah right and that's awesome um you guys have been awesome i love the perspective um i feel like i personally don't um invest too much in the our our females so i'm so excited you guys are here to share and to talk and that you guys are leading and and helping our our females in our our fc i think that's really awesome you got nothing else to add to that, Tommy? <laughs> um, I don't know, you kind of said it. You said it all. It's good stuff.
thanks for having us here. Thank you guys. Of course. All right, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening and uh, tune in next week. All right, love you guys. Thank you.